0: Episode six, episode six. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of I Said What I Said. I'm your host, Sid the Aquarius, and um again, apologies for being away again. I have just been um pretty much going through a bit of a roller coaster at the moment. Um, but I'm gonna fill everybody in and um I'm quite glad I've got this platform actually because um you know I like to I do like to share bits and pieces of my personal life on here rather than like um social media because you know it's like a controlled space. And um, sorry, it's closed window. It is chilly. Um, in August, can you believe it? Like we've not even had a bloody summer, and it's quite sh- it's weird. It's so weird. Like this time last year, um, <laughs> the whole of the UK was like brown and orange and yellow because all the grass had died and all that stuff because we was in a drought but it's just been raining 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 non-stop like we've not had any good weather whatsoever um so yeah that's just that but um i'm back i am back um so i'll just let you know how my weeks have been um i've been through i've been through it i can't lie Um, i have been through it i have like well i'm recording this on the wednesday and um i break up for annual leave on friday i'm exhausted i'm so exhausted like i've not had any annual leave for the whole year and i'm thinking about it now because like the years go quickly but i like to think of summer as like the middle of the year So you get to like, you know, we've got the bank holidays to break things up and whatnot. And it's all nice. It's all well and good. But like I'm not doing that again. I'm sorry. I'm not leaving my holidays to the end of the year. Like we've got four months left and it's 2024. Like not even that, like, yeah, four months left. Four months left. Like we've got about 10 days, something 10 ish. 13 days left of august and we're in september the month after that it's like pumpkins everything is going to be pumpkin spiced uh let me turn that on mute everything is going to be pumpkin spiced and then it's halloween then it's christmas and we're freezing and i don't even know if um <laughs> our bills are going to be going down um for heating and things like that but i'm good anyway it's just who the hell like i'm so sorry I went from spending like 70 pounds because I live alone. I went from spending like 70 pounds a month on gas and electric to like 380, 400 a month. Like that's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. The cost of living is just really cost of living. Ging, ging, ging. So yeah, um, I am exhausted, but at the same time, I'm not sleeping for some reason. I've really been like battling um, insomnia, like fatigue, um, brain fog, all of that sort of stuff. So there was that. Um, The positive sides, though, um, one of the positive sides of the week um, that I've experienced, I had an ego death a few weeks ago. um, And that like for those of you who don't know what an ego death is, I hope I'm saying it correctly or you can also Google it. Um, it's basically just where like you um lose it's like you just your your reality just changes um you just like the whole the whole side of you that you show to the world um and that's how I felt during my ego death, the side of me that I showed to the world, it was literally where I was able to um just confront that and just be fucking real with myself. And an ego death um for those of you who like how these things are brought on, um it can be brought on many um different ways, but I had mine through um uh, psychedelics and magic mushrooms um for those of you who know so um, just look at the definition. ego death is a complete loss of subjective self-identity um pretty much, yeah, so I <laughs> my ego fucking died um and it was a very personal experience um it was mixed with a lot of it made me reflect on a lot of things like grief um it made me reflect a lot on like healthy relationships mental health um coming to terms with things accepting certain things and I think I do want to share that on an episode and um because of that I've gone back to the drawing board and had to restructure the podcast. So I did say that I was going to go and release episodes because I wasn't getting that much content and engagement. Um, not well. I'm getting engagement. I'm getting listeners. Um, and I know people saying, "When's the next podcast out? When's the next podcast? When's the episode? When's the next one gonna be?" And I'm I'm so sorry that I'm I've not been consistent with this. And um, I know it doesn't look good. I know it. Um, I'm just gonna be very honest with you. Like I've just. Like when I when I do these episodes, right? Um, and for those who pay attention to it, I do these in one take. So the only thing I filter out is coughs, sneezes. Um, if I need to run and get a glass of water or something to drink, or you know, because like when you're talking, the last episode I was talking for like two and a half hours, your throat gets dry. So sometimes you need to just sip a quick drink or something like that, you know, um moisturize your throat and them kind of things there and, and get talking so there's that and um so yeah when i'm doing it in one take me being a perfectionist and i think i mentioned this um previously on the first like episode that i am very 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 self-critical of myself and um i for something that seems I, i'm a bit of a perfectionist and i remember um some advice that i got like ages ago when i was meant to start this podcast from i think it was last year um lady phil gave me some like really really good advice and she was like said just just do it like don't don't over critique yourself just put it out there and um just just put it out there that's it and the only thing you can do is just get better um that's what I pretty much did not like, you know, I'm used to talking on Twitter spaces. I'm used to talking on Clubhouse. I I could talk for ages. I can hold um, and engage with people for a very long time by myself. But um, that wasn't something that I was able to do just within that state of mind. So at this moment in time, I am very, very, very tired. Very tired. Um, I'm functioning on like four hours sleep and I'm just over tired and burnt out. And, um, that's just how I'm feeling at the moment, so yeah, um, when it comes to the ego death, um I have to cover the four episodes that I'm thinking that i put out on the tw- on Twitter um so I put a poll um whether what what topics we should be speaking on, and um, I'm gonna speak on colorism because. Part of confronting my ego had a lot to do with like colorism and the traumas that I faced like in my early childhood and also in like um, um secondary school, college, later life. Um, and also like I'm 30 now, so I only really, really started on learning um a lot of what society and my um Socializations from very young that I was ugly and that I was undesirable and all of those sort of things there um that's something that I've only really just like started to unlearn um when I was like twenty five so there was that also need to talk on grief um and what like how, how what what's the way to put it how Grief came to me in that ego death. There is that. Um, also talking about healthy friendships and relationships, because that is very, like, very, very important to do, especially as um, queer people of colour. It's very important to have healthy, like, I mean, healthy friendships around um, platonic friendships. Friendships that aren't rooted in, um, like, bitchiness, Um unhealthy competition um also when like and again i mentioned the word platonic friendships and having community and those kinds of things because what we have to understand is that we're not i know there's some people who like you know want to be like the white is but there aren't that many of us there aren't that many spaces for us so when you notice with a lot of like people um when a lot of Queer people of color want to express their queerness. They tend to do that through um the lens of like whiteness, and it's thinking, okay, well, I can um sleep around and 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 have friends with benefits, and I'm going to be able to function and navigate the world in a way um where you know the mainstream queers can do, and that's not often the case. Um, so I've touched on grief, touched on colorism, touched on healthy friendships, and the last one was also usefulness. Um, so. Well, you know a a lot of us do keep ourselves safe. um we are able to have community. we're able to have engagement. We're able to have um friends and family and protection and safety. A lot of that is is very much based on how useful we are um to the um cisgendered heterosexual people around us um that's something that really needs to be spoken about i really really want to touch on that but that's going to be broken down into episodes so do send your um do send like anything you want me to look at like tag me in it um email i said what i said at gmail.com um you know you could just message me uh, you know I, I'm, if if there's anonymity that people would like i can try and set that up um, where someone just like sent in something completely anonymous because you may want not want it to go back to your email or whatever. And that's absolutely fine. I I I get that a hundred percent like privacy and safety is um very, very important. Just don't troll me because I'll bad you up in my mouth is wicked, okay? That's cool. Um, because I've already dealt with mad people already. Um, so yeah. So I'm gonna get into it how my weeks have been. Um, so the week before uh so I dropped an episode, the one You Wouldn't Dare, uh or I can't yeah, the one with about episode five. After episode five. So I was getting my content ready, all of that, you know, I was in London. Um and I was slander London a lot, but I'm I'm actually from there. So I do go back now and again. Um and then I came back and I've had this, you know, I've had an ongoing issue with the council, I've had an ongoing issue with um, fly tipping, my neighbours um, actually got into a physical. Um, I won't say too much because I don't want to incriminate myself, but got into a bit of a altercation, um, defending my property and defending myself, and I had to move mad. I had to. I. 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 Um. I know some people are on the forgiveness thing. Oh, you must forgive. Oh, you must like you know let things go, and you don't have to go too far. No, I, I can't do that i can't do that i'm so sorry um i will make it my mission to get my lick back i will so let me get into it so i got home quite late and i went to bed um i got and i slept 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 because i was ill Like i was just exhausted i was tired from all the driving or that i slept and by the time i woke up i had to nip out Um, Do some things, you know, late night shop and whatnot. Come back and tell me why. Tell me why there is a van load of rubbish. Not near my garden, not in front of my house, not at the side of my house, not in the alleyway, but in my front garden. In my front garden. I'm just just making this like, I'm emphasising it is in my front garden. There was a pillow, pillows, suitcase. Um, window panes, building materials, black bags, bits of wood, glass, insulation. All of that shit was in my fucking front garden. I've lost my shit at this point because I know who it is. I know it's my next door neighbor. And I also know it's the big bitch, um, that is like four doors, three or four doors down. Now prior to this um i was just like listen like you man dump your rubbish in it because i i i'm just going to i'm uh, uh, with this ongoing battle with the council i'm just going to get them to go and enforce it through the landlords um through the management agencies and do what the fuck they need to do right you guys will like you you're, you're going to have to deter it in some way or, or another but what's not going to happen is because i live on one road right and the way that the road works it's like imagine like a rectangle it's like a block in it it's like a block so it the alleyway is like a cross it goes think of it like teeth it's got one long horizontal is it horizontal the one that goes like to the side that's like flat and then you've got alleys leading up into it so now all of that is blocked, it's full of rubbish, full of rubbish, and it's been full of rubbish since 2018. Now, there ain't really much I can do about it. As long as it's not in front of my house, as long as it's not falling over into my garden or anything like that, I I, I can't really, like. I, I, it's what's my own, what's, what's it to do with me? Like, what can I do? I'm one person, I'm not clearing a whole. I, I, it's not gonna be my sole responsibility to clear a garden, for, um, so not garden, a um alley that serves hundreds, maybe even almost a thousand people, including a nursery at the end of the road. I'm not doing it. I I'm not doing it. I've already hired a skip back in 2018. Already hired a skip. I did what I did what I had to do. I've cleared what I can clear. If more people want to dump, if I'm sending the footage to the council and they don't want to do anything, that's up to them. But Trust and believe I'm going to hold you accountable. I'm going to hold you accountable. You're going to move it. That's it. So I knock on my neighbors. Uh, So I've had this back and forth with them already. And I've said, look, just don't put this shit in front of my house. And Yeah, we're sorry. We're sorry. We won't do it again. Yada, yada, yada. Fine. Okay, cool. We move next thing, you know, they did it again. I was like, it needs to go. I confronted the guy who owns the van. He lives three doors down, right? I said bro what's this like respectfully I've asked you not to do it you've done it again like I don't like it it's 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 in front of my house I don't I don't respect it I don't like it I I, I just I just want to listen I mind my business I don't trouble anyone blah 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 oh it's not me it's not me it's um it's it's jay i've I've paid him to move it. he said he's gonna burn the rubbish but here's what happens right he does his garden clearance or he does his waste clearance or whatever it is jay the crackhead next door the crackhead alcoholic and i'm sorry um i know some people might be like oh what drug dependency alcohol i I don't give a fuck i'm not i'm not going to regard your humanity when you don't regard mine um so once you've been paid to do it and you've you, you know you've got your fix for drugs and you've got your alcohol you smoke you're cracking it out for days and whatever you're not moving the rubbish you ain't doing it and even when you are moving the rubbish to go and burn it you drag it through my fucking back garden are you crazy is it it, it, it is obviously crack i was gonna ask is it crack but I, I know the answer it's crack so there's that um now i can hear the big bitch like not the big bitch, sorry, the big bitch lives like three doors down, but the skinny bitch next door, um, he's in there by himself, and I can hear him rustling around, I can hear him with his dog, and whatnot, and blah, 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 so I knock on the door, and I'm like, Jay, what the fuck, like, why well, why well going for this, like, I've asked you, like, not to leave rubbish there, and not only just that, you've put it in my garden, and not only just that as well, the time I confronted him, because I confronted him at three o'clock in the morning, right, I checked, like, I'm looking in the back and there's like an orange glow and I'm thinking he's burning in his garden. I checked the footage, right, because um, with the nest cam, it turns, it, it's got night vision on there. They took that rubbish and were burning rubbish in my back garden at 1am at night without asking me. You've done all of this without asking me. And even if it was to be like, do you know what, Sid, um we just want to do this is is it okay if we just temporarily leave it here like we could negotiate we could you know i'm not an unreasonable person we could have negotiated something like yeah okay cool move it in 12 hours move it by tomorrow um but what's not gonna happen is you're not gonna put a mountain of rubbish and let rats have a nest in there and i don't know what the fuck's in there and then you've got people passing by with vans adding rubbish it's not gonna fucking happen are you dumb are you fucking sick? And the thing is, these are two white men as well. So you, and I'm I'm going to get into the crux of it anyway. So obviously I cussed him. I gave him a piece of my mind. I said to him, listen, I've asked like nicely. I've asked nicely, like, please move it by tomorrow. It needs to go tomorrow. If it's not gone by tomorrow, it's going to be problems. Because at the end of the day, I'm going to let you know, I'm not a dickhead. I was raised in Handsworth. I'm not scared of anybody. Somebody can somebody can pull up on me and, and do all like the, 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 you know, go on bad and this and that, and I'm not scared of people, I don't scare easily, I don't scare easily, right, so I'm not a dickhead, in it. you're not taking me for a dickhead, if I have to punch someone in the mouth, if I have to start moving mad and flinging rubbish everywhere and whatever, that's what the fuck it is gonna have to be, but what's not going to happen is you're not taking me for a dickhead. I, I stand my fucking ground. Even if it means someone's going to beat the shit out of me. Even if it means I'm going to get stabbed, killed. I'm not a bitch. I'm sorry. You're not taking me for a dickhead. You're not taking me for a twat. So um, there's that. I've, I've said what I've had to say. Clear it by tomorrow. Um, If it happens again, I'm going to put half in your garden. And I'm going to put half in his and see how you like it. Okay? cool i'll go to bed i'm working from home you know type type type, typing away i get a knock at the door at 11 o'clock in the um morning i hear a big fat one with um cholesterol stored at the back of his neck he comes and says did you just knock on his door last night and say you're gonna put rubbish in our garden if we put it in yours i said yeah i did i did he goes who do you think you're talking to who 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 are you threatening who, are you, who? i'm not threatening nobody i'm making a promise i'm making a fucking promise don't put no shit in my fucking garden and that's what i said to him don't put your shit in my garden i've asked you nicely i've asked you several times several times and then you're gonna say "weren't me well i've seen you on the fucking cameras you did it you definitely did it and he's like oh well it was all in the alleyway and and we were gonna move it so i said what the fuck has that got to do with me why should i now be grateful to you for for, for fixing a problem or attempting to fix a problem that you created in the first place that rubbish that you piled up in the alleyway now um because you piled it up in the alleyway you wanted to move a stolen bike that you stored in the in the back of your um house that you've now dragged through my garden and because now you wanted to get the bike back, you've now moved it again. You could just put the rubbish back in it anyway. Why the fuck are you leaving it there? Oh, we're not going to move it now. <laughs> okay. Oh, so I, 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 I cussed, like In that moment, I'm just starting cussing. Like, I'm just cussing, 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 cussing all of them the fuck out, calling them tramps, telling them about themselves, all of that stuff there. And then um, the skinny one who I was cool with, the one that lives next door, Like, we've been cool, you know, we've actually been cool. I've spoken to you on a respectable level and you've taken a fucking Um, And the thing is, you give some people an inch, they will take a mile. You, You think that, you know what? Yeah, because he lives by himself, because it's just there, him one, rare, tear, tear, and we can pick on him. You fucking can't. You can't. I'm not in secondary school where it's like oh I've got to deal with bullies and teachers protect the bully cuz we we know that whenever you're a dickhead whenever you're an aggressor whenever you're an absolute cunt there's always some big wide back bitch that always just wants to come in the way and be like oh why why are you retaliating this way what 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 why is this reaction happening like no you should have addressed the issue when um you should have made sure that you know the person wasn't the aggressor in the first place so then um he squares up to me, and I'm like, "Hit me! What are you gonna do? Hit me? See so my face right here." He goes, "You're gonna be the reason I go back to prison." And he's clenching up his fist. So I, I put my index finger, and I'm rubbing it across my jawline, like, "Hit me right here." I, I want, I want to see you do it. Do it. And listen, I'm not. Hit me. Just give me an excuse. Hit me. And he goes inside his house. and um, while I'm arguing with the, with the um, Oompa Loompa, with the Michelin man, with that, with that, with that. With that overweight overgrown yeti the one that's one big mac away from diabetes that nasty tramp with, with all kind of maca in his fucking belly button that wide back bitch that that breast burger the one who swims when he fucking walks up and down this road built like a fucking NPC character you big 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 belly bitch Belly wider than the 11 bus route that goes all around Birmingham, wider than the fucking M25. And you want to try and come and talk to me? Okay, cool. Calm. So I'm going back and forth with him now, yeah? And the man comes outside of his house with a hammer, the next door neighbor. I'm looking at the hammer. And the thing is, like, let me just say this because again, I was racing the hood. Once, once, you, once you pull out a weapon, once you pull out a weapon, I'm just saying it's gone too far it's gone too far like knife gun hammer baseball bat machete all of them kind of things there for me personally the line has been crossed the line has been crossed the line has been crossed so i'm like do it if you're bad if you're bad if you're about your shit use that hammer on me i want to see you do it and i'm looking at him the thing is like now he's seen the side of me that gets hood. Now he's seen the side of me that is on crud. I want to see you lick me. I want to see you lick me with the hammer. Do it. Do it. Do it. So, um, he don't do it. He goes back in his house. Rare I said, move this shit. I said, you have until, like, till I get my trainers on to move this shit. So I get my trainers on. And <laughs> because, um, uh mum has an allotment in it, so I help her and I've also got my own tools. And I do gardening in my own like garden as well. So I had a hoe, like a, um it's a Dutch hoe, green, and it's like got a very, very sharp, stainless steel end on it. So I come outside with the hoe. I got my tracksuit on, you know, you know, the upgraded from arguing in my boxes. Um went out there and started like, dashing the rubbish in every fucking direction. Every and they're getting mad at me because it's in their garden, in the road. I said, I don't give a fuck where it goes. It is not. It is not staying in my phone, God, are you dizzy? Are you dumb? Are you sick? Are you on crack? It's not staying. And, And here's the thing, they're vexed with me because I don't want the rubbish in my garden. And here's the thing, right? Because like, we've had like general conversation, Um, I tried to help the one next door with his banking and stuff like that because um, I I do work in finance, and I was like, yeah, okay, look, look, you know, you've been blacklisted from many banks. Um, here's the way that you can like get a bank as a vulnerable person, all of those kind of things that I've been, I've been so cool to these people. Now, obviously, I'm a homeowner. Um, my man next door, you're in supported housing. You've come out of jail, or you've recovered from drugs, or you recovered from being a homeless bitch. Um. A fucking bum, a loser at at your big fucking age of four on the wrong side of your forties. You you crackhead with an expiry date looking skin, right? Um and you've like you've seen that I own this house. You got the other one now, of a white guy. Like you're in temporary accommodation with your girlfriend, who you're always in physical altercations with and the police are always arriving and then you're running and crying and then your mom has to come like you know with them granny wagons them big big granny wagons that just hold up traffic and only fucking move at the green light after f- five seconds after it's like turned green and nasty big granny wagons with the wide right wide 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 um rear window then ones there she picks you up and she tries to speed off um, in first gear, right? And she don't even change the gear when she gets halfway up the road. Um, because you know, you need to escape the police. but with... anyway, you're in supported housing, your girlfriend. You're not even supposed to be there. You're not even supposed to be there. So they've seen now, yeah. You know what? <clears throat> We're two white men. Um, we ain't done fuck call with our lives. And here's a black guy with a house, and and it was very evident to me of their jealousy when um the one was like, well you've obviously bought a house in the wrong area that's when i've lost it that's when i've lost it because what are you trying to say Who, who's who's in the wrong area my g you're all the way from like uh, and let me just mention this so when you've got birmingham right but like i'm from northwest birmingham so northwest birmingham is like handsworth aston Lowells. um you've got like winston green ladywoods um edge baston now, I've grown up in Northwest Birmingham all my life. Yeah. You, man, are from like B94 areas, from the outskirts. Like, I don't know where the fuck you're from. You ain't from around here. So, if anyone's like moved to the wrong neighborhood, it's you. It's you. And then, um. oh, and here's another thing they were also very upset with the fact that I've mentioned I'm from Hansworth. Like, me being from Hansworth is not a threat, and this is the thing. Like that's why, if anybody, um, the the, the context for Hansworth, the best way for me to explain it, Hansworth is like Brixton, or Peckham, yeah. It's very, very like it. It was very rough, but it's also had a long, um, like foundationally black presence if that makes sense so like that's where after the wind rush a lot of people just moved to that like the black community were from that area and it just had a really really bad reputation um because it was black people but also yeah was there gangs and guns and all them kind of things yeah but i kept my head down but at the same time it's like you just know how to move accordingly you know what i'm saying you know how to not be a victim you know how to not be a target all of them kind of things that you stand up for yourself like you you're taught to do that from a very young age and there's times when you're going to have to stand up for yourself on your ones now you thinking that me being from hansworth means i'm gonna go and call people and you're you're the one calling people with your a cup sorry with your with your c cup bra you're the one doing it when i slap you out of that bra now yeah You're, you're you're gonna call people why why are you calling people are you a bitch? there's two of you there's two of you and you need to call people for me okay call cool. call people we can do the calling people game we can do the calling people game but i'm letting you know now you're gonna call people make make sure it's the end of me make sure that's it so um there was that um we got into it he wanted me to come into his house to fight him opened up the door invited me i'm like i'm not going in your house are you dumb i'll fight you in the road um he's like you're only bad because your cameras are there we can walk down the road we we can walk down the road where there's no cameras it's calm we can do that but what i'm not gonna do because i'm like i'm not stupid i'm not gonna walk into your house i'm not gonna run up in a crackhead's house fight you where you're pitbull dog is right so your dog is gonna jump me the fat one is gonna jump me the skinny crackhead is gonna jump me there's weapons involved now if i get stabbed if you fracture my skull and those kind of things there and i've gone into your house to fight you at the end of the day the optics black man going to go and fight nah nah i'm gonna take from that what i will i may be reaching here i may be reaching but you tried to lynch me you did you wanted me to go in your house so you could get the better of me and if I ended up in hospital, if I ended up dead, right, from what the two of you nasty niggers were, well, you're not even niggers, you're, you're, you're wiggers, um, you nasty, nasty little Neanderthals were going to go and do to me, right? you, you there'll be no consequences. And that's how like very cal- like calculated these like white people, especially racist white people, like to um weaponize the situation and paint black people as the aggressor. But then you know next thing you know, you know, I've cleared my garden. Um I've dashed the rubbish all over in the road. I've got the hole in my hand because I'm ready to go and chuck it like a spear in someone's forehead. Um and yeah, that's it. So next thing you know get a knock at the door is the police and i just said listen gave them my name gave them my details said listen as long as they stay off my property as long as they do not put rubbish on my property and they move that stuff and leave me alone there will not be any problems that's it that's fine um so yeah that happened um but the thing is with me right I have a I've got my mum and my dad's temper. So my dad's temper is just immediate. He just erupts straight away. My dad is just yeah. His his temper is just immediate. Imm- his his temper is immediate. Mom's temper on the other hand. Why how do I mute these notifications? Um, yeah, so mom's temper on the other hand, very different. Very, very different. Her hers is slow. So <laughs> mom's temper is like very um very very slow so it will slowly slowly burn and then she just loses it or she's on a warpath to like fuck up your life and i i'm i'm a bit of both and you see me like once you push me once you push me far enough i'm going to places where we can't come back from and when you pushed when you tried to lynch me when you brought out the weapon when you um i said i bought a house in the wrong neighborhood as a broke bitch, you you telling you giving me advice on where i can buy a house when you people don't even have bank accounts you don't have bank accounts you rely on the council you rely on the government you belong to the government you do you absolutely do you have no possessions nothing you live life like scum like you'll you're, you're, think like think about it like really really think about it and this is how i need to let you know people are mad you have gone and done jobs and rather than you dump it elsewhere or take it to the dump or pay like the 50 pound or whatever to take it to the refuse center you're dumping the rubbish where people have to live you're emptying van loads of rubbish in alleys in pavements, and you've and don't forget a li- well I live on a main road, so people like you've got school children that are having to use the the road to walk on, on a main road where and and don't. It's like Birmingham's not like London. You can go down this road at eighty miles an hour if you want to. There's no speed cap. Speed. We don't have speed cameras like that in Brum. We do not have speed cameras like that. We don't even have speed bumps like that. There was a family, um, trigger warning. I'm about to talk about um um death and collision um Mm -hmm. so you may want to skip just 30 seconds ahead they were killed and there was no on grove lane handsworth there was no um speed bumps and someone was driving so fast and people have been killed on that road many times so now people are having to walk with their prams school children are having to walk in the main road where people just got whizz up and down this road however, however fast they want and now you're putting people in danger so there's that um you live like a tramp and somebody saying something to you gets you upset i should have knocked you out i should have fucked you up i should i should have been the aggressive black man i should have just got the caution and firms it. but I-, I i actually have things to lose these are low life trash with nothing to lose if you've been to prison if you've got three teeth left in your fucking head um if you're overweight and 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 you know your girlfriend is always beating you up and you, you have to sponge off that girlfriend for somewhere to live. And those children that she has aren't even yours. That's fucking embarrassing. Your life says everything that it needs to know. And from when I, from when, like from when I say, it's, it's you, you are fucked for life. You're fucked for life. You're fucked for life. You are, you really are because you see when people mess with me, the ancestors that protect, listen, the ancestors that watch over me, the ancestors that watch over me, make sure I'm good. Sometimes they'll be like, listen, yeah, I can't help you with this one because it's your own fault. Well, make sure you're good though. We'll make sure no detriment happens to you. But trust and believe they will fucking deal with you. I have some ve- the vengeance that my ancestors hold, they ain't on the forgiveness shit because I ain't on the forgiveness shit. Those are the ancestors I call upon that will really, 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 really ratio you. So he goes and says, I'm moving from here anyway. And when I move, I'm gonna be petty and I'm going to um get a tipper and I'm gonna tip a whole heap of rubbish in your front garden just to piss you off. I said, Okay, when you're doing it, make sure I'm in, make sure you knock on my door, so I can split your score open. I will curtain you there and then. It's curtains for you. Oh, oh what's curtains? Oh, you're to kill me. I said, take from that What the fuck you will. But there's no leave do it if you're bad if you're about that life do it do it um so then his girlfriend his girlfriend like even though she beats the shit out of him even though she's loud and um my mom always tells me like well it's just a jamaican thing in it like, you know them people where you can't hear them before you see them like i've just always been taught people like that you stay away from them. Like I, I don't know what it is, but people, you can just hear their business and they're loud and those kind of things. There, you just, I don't need to know what your personal business. Is. I don't need to know that, like you know, and um, whatever you're injecting, whatever you're smoking. Um, someone, someone's had more than their half. I don't need to know that. that your business, is. and I especially don't need to know that business when you're in like temporary housing with kids. I, I don't need to know that. I don't. If I was a wicked person, if I was a spiteful person, I would have caused social those But them kids ain't done nothing to me. His girlfriend was really reasonable and was just like, "Look, just move the rubbish, leave him alone." Um, like, why are you do like you know he has a point. Like, why have you put it in his garden? Like, I don't like from when your girlfriend is taking my side and she don't even know me. We've never had a conversation. Cause those are people I've just avoided. Like, it's a problem. So there's that. Um. And that was pretty much the end of it. So yeah, I saw my MP um, mentioned about the email chain. Mentioned about the council um, not being helpful because as a council, I've raised the complaint. I've raised the complaint. I've sent you the footage. I've sent the footage to the police. Nothing's co- no, happened. Nothing's come of it. Okay, cool, whatever. Um, done what I needed to do. We've now um, like they're not giving me any advice. They're not giving me any solutions. They're not giving me any anything. So. Come September 4th, um, most of the wards in Birmingham will now be under um, selective licensing. So if you're a landlord, you have to pay 700 pounds. I think it's yearly. I don't know. Um, But you have to pay 700 pounds for a license. They'll process that license and make sure um, that there are certain conditions that um, that the house has to meet and the living conditions has to meet. So there's that, but you've also got HMOs. Now you as a council, if you're issuing the HMOs, and I've mentioned this previously before, if you are issuing HMO licenses, you're issuing selective licenses, right? Um, You need to one, make sure that your tenants are disposing of rubbish properly. You also need to make sure that they have a fire escape. They don't have that. So the council are like, well, the alley is private property. It's nothing to do with us. And But I, I agree with you. I do. I do. Um, But... You need to enforce something because the alibi is blocked. You need to enforce something. You have to enforce something. And they're choosing not to. And you're choosing to play with me. And here's the thing, right? You see, when I'm on a warpath, like, I'm a dark empath. So for um people, there's people who don't believe in empath that say it can't be scientifically backed. Um, So you know how you have a narcissist? You've got a narcissist and they just don't understand empathy. They don't care for other people's emotions. And they're very insecure people um you've also got empaths and empaths they can be empaths because they're socialized to be empaths and whatever me i'm a dark empath so me i understand emotion i understand empathy i understand what um brings people joy i understand what makes you know how some people may feel sad or whatever but i also understand how to hurt people i'm very efficient at hurting people i'm very 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 efficient and the thing is sometimes i get a kick out of it sometimes i just do not care i can see somebody suffering and i don't care so um yeah so three uh, i'm not gonna mention their house number um but m- um monsieur big bitch from um three doors down you're now evicted gone got them out of here last week you're gone you're gone you're one eviction. Um so got onto um the other guy next door. I managed to find out who that who manages their letting agency uh, so I managed to find that the housing management whatever that deals with it because I couldn't get hold of the landlord. The landlord is having the house managed, so I managed to get onto um find out who they are look them up online, track them down um track down the building um called the building kids like an accounting office or something like that spoke with them got a number managed to speak to the person who is part of the umbrella who manages the property and um yeah i was just like mm, i think they're growing weed in there because i genuinely do have suspicions and that's why when um I forgot to mention this my brain is like a sieve you see what i mean about the brain fog um so Oh, because the guy's motorbike got burned. I think I mentioned this on the last episode where it got burned. Um, Yeah, someone lined up his motorbike to his um, front door and set it on fire. And I was like, at at, at like one o'clock in the morning. Um, They had no real escape. So I have, um, so yeah, he threatened to run up in my house um, this evening, make sure I'm in my house. was like, I'll be right here. I'll be right here. I just remember I know what's going on in your house as well. Um, and I'm just signaling in it. I know you're growing weed in there. I know, I, I, I know, see me, I know things. I'm very, I don't, I don't always say what I see. So you're growing in there. Um, yeah. So when I said like, you know, back your threats, I will let the right enforcement, I will let the right enforcement, the right hood enforcement, the right hood police know that you are growing weed in there. If I just put the word out, what will be will be. What will be will be. That's it. Um. So yeah, they stay cooped up in their yard. Um. But yeah. So my man, um, I basically said to the to the housing, um, management, this is what's going on. This is the problems he's causing. He's working as well. He's not meant to be working because he's on benefits. Um. What else? Hmm yeah he's got a dog he's not meant to have a dog, so that dog is gonna have to go the dog's gonna have to go and you know yeah the dog is gonna have to go the dog is gonna have to be harmed but and and the thing is it's like that's the better option that was the better option because I'm telling you now I am a mad person I'm a mad person I am a mad person i'm not i'm i'm not I'm not a good person I'm just making it clear like there's some people. That know me in real life and like oh you know he's a lovely guy I, I, like if i'm i'm balanced i think i think i should have been a libra instead of an aquarius because i'm very balanced my good like outweighs the bad i will give somebody my last pound my last penny i would but at the same time i could just ruin your life i would mm-hmm. knowing how you like to send your dog to shit in my garden and thing, i could have just wrapped Rat poisoning in some turkey bacon or something—I don't know—but I'm choosing not to. This is the thing; I've I've not done that. You're you're just gonna lose your dog. You, you're you The dog's gonna live. You're still gonna lose your dog. It's just gonna live. That's all. Not that I like your dog, but anyway, um, that's gonna happen. Next thing, so they come up. They you know um said, well, look, he's got to go anyway because the house is being sold in eight uh, in eight weeks, so he's got eight weeks to leave anyway. So they go to the property, and I said, look, look. All sorts is going on. He's storing stolen vehicles. Um, he's built like all sorts, he's using it as a business to burn stuff and and, and you know dispose of waste. Um I've been very, very, very like, you know, you need to come out. Of, I think, oh, I think, you know, he's um there's a lot of damage done to the property as well. Like, you know, you, you really need to check this out because this could affect the sale of the house. I am like, I'm like listen, I will channel, channel my inner Karen my inner, yeah, I will, I really will, and I did, so they went to the house, now, I kept chasing them to visit, because they were meant to visit in two days, didn't visit in the two days, meant to visit on the weekend, didn't visit on the weekend, but I kept chasing them until they visited, and then eventually they visited, and he wasn't in, allegedly, so they put a key in, (gasps) the key doesn't work, so obviously because that supported housing because he has made that house which is like four bedrooms um so hostile like he's the only person living in there so he's taken over the whole house he's got his little grow on um he has um got cameras and stuff set up he's taken over all the rooms all that shit he's got a dog in there but he's not meant to he has his parties he has his like you know, the other crack fiends that go all around there, they shoot up their crack and whatnot and pass out for days, like, again, I mind my business, I just mind my fucking business, it's not my, like, that is meant to be supported housing, your support a worker is meant to go there every whatever, if they're not doing it, they're not fucking doing it, I, I'm not, like, I, I don't care, I'm so sorry, I don't care, you've made, like, my living hell, you've made my life a living hell, you have you you've like made where i live into a dump and it has cost me time it has cost me labor it has cost me money it has cost me like so much emotionally and mentally to move it and it's even to the point where i'm having to go to like I've, i've actually considered going to therapy i've actually put the stages in to go to therapy um there's that so yeah, they try the handle, it doesn't work, and um, because he's changed the lock, he's in violation of the policy and um he's been instead of eight weeks notice, he's now got seven. So they were outside his um house today and they were just like, listen, um, we're gonna come back with the police and the RSPCA to remove your dog. Yeah. We're gonna come back. Yeah. So that's it you were about to lose your dog <laughs> you were about to lose your dog sing it with me you were about to lose your dog exactly that's it now you've got now and he's like, oh we've got nowhere to live we've got nowhere to go he's barricaded himself in, and i don't think the police will come in um they'll probably come out later but these people they seem a bit dodge. so you know you have some landlords where it's like they ain't doing the squatters rights business they're not doing that whole, like, you know, they're running up in the yard and they're dashing you out. That's just how it is, isn't it? Like, they'll run up in the yard and they will dash you out. So um, they look like the type to do that. I don't know. We'll see. Time will tell. If they ask me to turn off the cameras, I'll, like, the cameras can turn off. It's fine. It's fine. Um, You know, um, they're not really covering his property anywhere um but i don't have to hand over any footage to the police if anything happens to him that's it um and that's about it so i'm a spiteful friggin bitch that's me um and uh, I mean, this was another thing that happened like not um not this week but last week so again um i know i've posted it on twitter already and just, just another another trigger warning because i'm going to talk about sexual harassment um i got unprovoked sexual harassment on um last week i think it was i can't remember i can't remember like it was last week and i just thought you know what again thank you to um the person who showed me ai who can find people's face and i found his facebook and he sent me um some racially motivated sexual harassment um and what's funny is as well is that like back in 2018 i wouldn't say it was a date but like it just in passing you know somebody and you know you'd be you, you talking and whatnot and i was like okay cool then now you're doing this like you're doing this unprovoked like oh um i'm looking for bbc and you're not even a real black man i want 12 inches i want 11 10 inches at least And you're not even a real black mother huh? let me tell you how i'm a mad person again again because already i've got this stuff going on i don't need it i don't need it and you see me i go by you see when someone tries to bully you or someone tries to harass intimidate all those kind of things there i go by this motto shut that shit down shut it down so screenshot the conversation before it could block me used um actually I'm not going to say it here because it, it, the, the, yeah the more people that know about it the more messy um social media can get but I used ai to find his face found his facebook um I said it to his wife yeah I did I did I let I let his wife know um your man your husband's a bottom yeah he's looking for raw big black dick on grinder he's using cams as well Right, let her know what all of that stuff is. Um, I hope the children don't find out. You know those those two those two beautiful children you have, um, Bessim, That's your name, Bessim. Um, I hope. I hope that I I, I it's it's peak in it. It's peak if your family breaks up. But you shouldn't have harassed me. You should have just left me alone. You didn't have to message me and do that. You could have just left me in peace you could have just left me in peace and the thing is many of you men on grinder especially you, you bisexual men of color you confused men um right and, and this is what i just don't like your demographic i don't i don't even let me just not go too far let, let me just not say let me just not say cuz i i'm sorry guys i'm tired i am tired i am on the verge of burnout so yeah if this episode is a bit dark I, again i apologize um but yeah, so I'm very sick of you men that like to be very comfortable in your racism, your misogyny, your homophobia, um, your fat phobia, even though I've been fat phobic as fuck. At the end of the day, like I'm sorry, I'm Caribbean. I'm gonna cuss you based on how you look, based on what I can see, and I'm gonna use that to hurt you. And I'm just not there in my journey yet. Um I'm not there in my journey yet not to do that. If you've got crooked teeth, you've got crooked teeth. If your belly is big, your belly is big. If your forehead is long, your forehead is long. I'm so sorry. I'm so, so, so sorry. If your bum is flat, your bum is flat. And there are, there, there are nice people out there with flat bums. You ain't done nothing to me. Enjoy your life, live your life. That's fine, I'm sure there's beauty in that. Like, there's some people that like, there's beauty in everything, but I'm telling you now, You (laughs) you trouble me. My mouth is wicked. My mouth is wicked, and I don't know. I'm so sorry. I'm not there in my journey yet. I'm just gonna be real with people. I'm not there in my journey yet. So you men that like to you you think that like I don't know. You've 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 mastered patriarchy. Like you 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 bend it to your you know to your will, and you can just do whatever you want, and you can sit behind and and you know you can say whatever you want on grinder and i mentioned previously um when it was when i was talking about dan watson on the last episode like grinder is built in such a way where people can just say whatever the fuck they want and block you and they face no accountability you will because you see me i screenshot when i know something's going left when my spidey senses are tinkling, I screenshot in case you're gonna move mad, and I encourage people to screenshot. If you have a second phone, um, before they put a screenshot policy, and like they're done with other apps, screenshot that shit. Obviously, don't screenshot people's nudes and do revenge porn and them kind of mad things. There, don't do that. Don't do that. Um, it's not okay. But I'm so sorry, like nah, because this is how men who rape, harass, bully, um, abuse get away. with You won't get away with it. You won't. You won't abuse me and get away with it. You won't now, look, I've broken up a family home, and I didn't want to, well no, you did it you, you you broke up your family home, you did it no you sh- you should you should have maintained an honest relationship with your wife and let her know what you're doing. Let her know that you're not away on a business trip let her know um because i know I know you work in Tipton, I know you work in Tipton as a nurse mm yep, okay, all right, cool. Because (laughs) like I said, I'm a wicked person. So that happened and I didn't want to post it on social media because I already just had the fight with the neighbors. And it's like, I don't want to be the person where it's like, oh my God, something is always happening to you. Why is it always you? Because I know when um, life can be eventful. And I used to have a friend like this and I was like, this has happened, like that's happened. Like, Like, guess what? Someone's just gone and done. And you have some people just like, oh, you're always in problems. I'm not always in problems. People fuck with me. Like just leave when people say, leave them alone, leave them alone. So yeah, I'm sorry to that man. Sorry to that man. I really am. So yeah. Oh my God, it's been an hour already and I'm not even gone into the plants or uh, couch to 5k. So plants doing very well. Um, I had a string of pearls and that string of pearls um i got from b and q but for some reason when i unknotted it 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 like yeah it started to die from the roots that was really weird um so i managed to save what i can save and propagate it in water and i remember uh, um last year i did get a string of pearls and a variegated string of pearls and i tried to propagate it then and um it's it just didn't catch but this one has caught and i'm so glad Amazing! I have a bird of paradise, and it's got a massive leaf that's grown. Um, they take a very long time to grow, and it's also got another massive leaf that's going to come through. Um, which I'm like really gassed for. So I've literally just got to keep a strict water, um, and fertilizing routine uh, and humidity routine with that one as well. And it's really, really thriving. The rest of them are really, really good. Couch to five k. Um, I've been too tired. I like I've been trying to do the eight by eight. Come 10 by tens. I'm really struggling. Um yeah. So there's that. Um but once I get this annually but I just I'm able to sleep. Oh my god, once once I can just sleep, like really just sleep, my phone is off and I'm like waking up whenever the hell I want. Um I'm gonna be glad for that. So yeah, um that's pretty much it. Uh what else? Yeah, I've done that. Oh, Every as well. I need to cuss out Every because you've stolen two of my parcels. I bought a nice, a really, really um I'm not a tracksuit person, but there was this like sometimes Adidas do these nice tracksuits. They they they've done a re they've done a really, really nice collection this year. A really, really nice one. And they've done like a 70s one that's like a navy, like dark navy blue and like goldish but the stripes aren't on the side they're on the front and it also comes with a polo shirt and i ordered that with some nice like um glasses that were navy as well with a with an old uh, orange goldish tint and tell me why every receives my parcel every which is formerly known as Hermes, you've received my parcel and then you're just like well yeah we've got it and the courier was meant to pick it up but they've said they've not picked it up so um i'm just gonna ask them to go and pick it up if they can do it tomorrow i was like okay cool fine this was like last week um or now they said yeah you got, uh, yeah well um i don't know what's happened i'm gonna they were meant to pick it up again so you no know, what happened is you picked up my parcel and you stole it you picked up my parcel and you fucking stole it because how come royal mail never lose parcels How come DPD never lose parcels? How come Parcel Force never lose parcels? How come UPS never lose parcels? Why? Why is it always you? How come you never um every? Because I'm with Vision Express and I get my contact lenses. How come you never lose my contact lenses? Why? But when it comes to trainers, you know how to lose it. When it comes to tracksuit and clothes, you know how to lose it. And then, um, you've got that um the flea market or whatever it is when you see every parcels being fucking sold. People fam fam oh my god i'm gonna get mad (laughs) if you go to um if you go to like car boot sales and those kind of things there people are selling parcels people are selling like lucky dip parcels and i swear to god like sometimes and people's name and address is like on there as well and it's starred out and i've said to them i've emailed um because i wasn't going to take this line down I've emailed them and I've emailed the CEO. I was like, no, 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 no. Like, even though you've done your little two day search, which I don't think you've done, you're going to look for my parcel. You're going to explain where my parcel was last seen and exactly how the fuck you lost it and how you're going to fix that system because no. So I've ordered the stuff again and I've said to Zalando where I got the clothes from, like, you need to, even if it takes next year, even if it is a messenger pigeon, I see that you've got three couriers at the bottom. Do not use Hermes. Do not oh, sorry, Every. Don't use them. Don't use them. What do they do again? Send them by via Every. And now, um, because they wouldn't issue, um, they wouldn't just re-send out the items, they had to issue a refund. So now that like you've issued the refund, I've now had to go and buy them again and wait for the refund it's just long so i've done that and guess what they've said they've given the parcel to every yeah every said they ain't got my parcel so yeah it's it's just one thing after another it's one thing after a fucking another and it's like yeah but on a lighter note um i want to shout out my colleague at work i've really really lovely like my my colleagues at work are so nice they are so lovely they really really are and they're like um they're all white i'm the youngest person on my team and they're just they're really nice people they are they are really really nice and like they understand things like i'm i'm really shocked like there's one um, person on my team and um yeah like you know she's an older white lady um and she's you know not gonna talk well it's not, it's not really my place to talk about her personal life but anyways she's just so lovely and she gets a lot of things and she'll just be like yeah you know um as a white person um you know she'll talk about privilege i'm just like okay I'm like sometimes you hear some people just will say some buzzwords and I'm like, okay cool but nah, she, they, she actually gets it she actually listens and she actually was like you know um is there a racial element? Like, you know, all, all of, she's talk, like really talking through of things about like the council and um, how they treat marginalized people and those sorts of, sort of things there and how I must look at our mental health, how important it is. And I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. And another one recommended Calms. Now, I never, um, this is not me recommending Calms, by the way. And it's not, I'm not sponsoring nothing. It's for free anyway. So, um, yeah. So I just thought, let me try Calms. And I tried it. Um, for two days and you know what i slept okay i did but then i forgot to take them again because i'm really bad at building habits um but yeah after this i'm gonna take my calms and go sleep um and that's that so yeah so um let me get into queer people and black people doing great um what's been happening so big up t.s madison um yeah, like big up you in it because people really tried you, and I think um the theme of this podcast, this episode, sorry, is meet people in hell. Meet people in hell because um I don't know if anyone's heard of Tasha K. Tasha K. She's like a vlogger, and she's gone after Cardi B, um and said that she had likes was it syphilis or something like high herpes, whatever. She's like like been sued by Cardi B. She's just a messy, nasty, wicked, evil person. Um and very nasty vlogger. And she just took the time to go and dox T S Madison and do the most and um like direct a lot of transphobic abuse towards her. And TS Madison was like bitch, nah, nah. Like let's get dark. Let's get wicked. Let's match let's let's match each other in hell. And I think sometimes in this life, you need to bully people. You need to bad people up. You need to match their madness. You need to out mad them, and that's just the only way bullies stop. That's just the only way people who are on, who are just consistent bad vibes. That's just how they stop. That's that. That's just the. That's how I get people to leave me alone. And and good on you, T.S. Madison. Good on you, like. Holy people, bad people are violent. You're putting up, like, Tasha Kate even went to go and put up her passport photo and dead name her? Okay, cool. And TS Madison was like, okay, cool, that's fine. And guess what? I know who did it, so nobody is safe. Let everybody tremble. Let everybody be scared. Everybody can be scared. There's some things I don't agree with what TS Madison said, like, I think it went too far. But again, again, I'm gonna say this. I'm not one to police people's reactions. Not one to do it. I'm not, sorry, I'm not. So yeah, more violence, more violence. Um, black people doing great. I wanna big up Janelle Anthony Shaw. She is a singer um, who has been on The Voice and she's also local to the West Midlands. She's got some new music coming out. And I just wanna like, you know, um, just boot you up really because you've really been doing the bits. Um, you're also, um, you know, she's really, really, really been putting Brum on the map. Um, even though I think she had to leave the voice early for personal reasons, I can't remember. But her voice is so, so, so unique. And um, I'll probably post it on Twitter later on the um, I said what I said page um is such a unique voice and again some people um say the similarities and comparisons i find are completely wrong but there's just something about her voice that kind of reminds me of thames it's like very soothing um she's got a very very lovely voice beautiful person um i don't know her identity how she identifies or whatever i don't even know like i'm I'm not going to speculate but amazing person amazing black person um that is doing the bits the things and yeah um now we move on also black pride is this week guys black pride is this week and i've also mentioned i'm like part of the team um and i'm just going to be volunteering there on the day so if you see me you see me say hi um i think i'll be on the community stage yeah, because I'm 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 a community I'm community engagement, so I'm guessing I'm going to be on the community. I need to look at my rotor. I'm so like I'm so I'm so sorry. I need to look at my rotor. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be there. And yeah, I'm just going to be doing the bits. And if I see people that I don't like, I'm so I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I can't hide these. I can't be fake. I just can't. Um, but i do i do want to take community in a new direction i i i think people um i think there's people <coughs> today uh, um that like you know um say things like community and we're doing things for community and it's only it, your community doesn't go past an instagram post because when people need to get hold of you they can't um and i'm saying that not just like to my man but well not Allegedly, but um, just people in general. There's people who are given positions and they are always invited to all these events and whatnot. And you're just a dinner and drinks London person. Um, when you're meant to be in Birmingham or when you're meant to be in Manchester when you're meant to be in Liverpool, Dudley, Warwick, and Leeds, Sheffield, you're just doing dinner and drinks in London with white queer people. It doesn't make any sense um especially when you're there like you're you're, you're literally the token ethnic you're it's bad enough as it is like at least be at least be a good token ethnic at least be consistent in your token ethnicity right and you can't even do that like you can't even do it like three times a year like just come up and be like just come and be a nigger for a bit. Like just come and just be like, hey, just at least be a gollywog or a coon for a little bit. Like just, just, just three times a year or something, smile. Like show your teeth, chuck and jive, and and bring people together. But no, you can't do that. You're just you just non-existent. Like I'm confused. And <laughs> like I said, like I said before, um, all these places like I can't even say their name anymore. But all these, like, certain events, charities, organisations that are led by white queer people that'll be like, nigger, come here, and you'll come. And I, yeah, I just, I just find it weird. I just do. I do. Um, You know, I, I, I just, I just find it very weird. You know, they just kiss their teeth, and you'll come. Like, come here and they go, they're there, and they're always there, when your community needs you, can't find you, no events, no nothing, so yeah, I do, um, I'm sorry, I see a different vision for community engagement, I see a completely different vision, Um, I also went, not last, not this weekend, but the weekend before, I uh, met up with Canal and Riverside Trust, and I went kayaking, and it was free, like, there's so many free things that we can do, like, imagine if, and, and this is just the future that I see, right? This is the future that I see. I see a future where there are queer people of colour and no, we're not going out to get drunk. No, it's not going to be male, cis, gay, led, no. um, No, people aren't going to be shagging. No, people aren't going to be reading each other down and doing all that foolish. No, we're literally going on an outdoor walk. We are going kayaking. We're going canoeing. We're going bowling. We're going badminton. Um, we can go like cookery or pottery, and um, there's just just every single fortnight we or month or whatever we can afford we do something. Do you know what I'm saying? We we acquire we acquire skills. We we um you know we we have enjoyable experiences and it's accessible to people who are disabled um or people with disabilities. It's accessible like it's age inclusive as well and I'm like 18 plus so don't call me I'm recording. Um yeah like it's inclusive. No one's getting drunk. Nobody is there to hook up and fuck. And that's why I don't want it male dominated. Because no, mm-mm. I don't. I don't. I don't agree. I don't agree with male. I. I don't agree with male domination. I don't. I. 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 am very against um, cis gay male domination because no, no. The the track record. <laughs> no. If you know, you know. Um so there's just that I I you know I, I I just see a future for people where people there's some people who've just never been like north of the UK, there's people that have never been south of the UK, people who've never been to like Torquay or Plymouth or seen like some site you know what I'm saying? Like there's people who've just never seen things. And I'm just like, what kind of like we know that there's so many disparities for um, queer people of colour and, like, accessing things like housing and um, education. Um, well, not, not like, um, secondary school education. I'm talking about, like, higher education, um, accessing certain resources and qualifications to, like, either progress a career. Like, there's so much... I just see a bigger future. I really do... I really, really do. I, like, I I want, like, you know when people say, oh, we want to see black trans women and and those kind of things, but you only want to see black trans women when they're entertaining you. I want to see a black trans woman be an accountant. I want to see a black trans woman be, like, in cybersecurity or something. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, why is the narrative always got to be sex worker, dancer, entertain no you're so much more like not we're not saying that that's that's all um you know that's nothing i'm saying there's so much more that people can do They're, that like like the world is is yours it is actually yours and it's about time that we start like changing the narrative because people say okay well um trans people are always pushed into se- no sorry no 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 i'm going to say black trans people And trans people of colour always pushed into sex work and pushed into certain industries because everywhere else is hostile for them. And it's if there is no community to call out the big corporations and say, okay, well, cool, Um, you're going to have this stupid sissy float at fucking Pride, but and you're going to donate all this money and whatever, whatever, whatever. But if a black trans woman was to apply for a job, are you going to give her one? are you are you going to help them with their interview and give them the skills that they need so that they can be within that sector are you are you going to do the same thing for black trans men as well are you going to do the same thing for um queer and non-binary um you know non-gender conforming people do you see them in your workspace do you see them representing your company do you know what i'm saying um and yeah, it's not a conflict of interest, me saying this, because I work in banking. But it's like, you banks, do you see yourself supporting a business or see yourself supporting somebody who um does not fit the norm, you know, because I'm tired of just seeing cis white people and I'm gonna I'm gonna be very, 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 very <coughs> <laughs> i'm gonna be very deliberate with my words here cis or white people because i don't understand why that has to be like your substitute of queerness even if they are um what should we call it um t- 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 yeah even if they may be like lesbian or gay or or whatever it is or or a drag queen because now everybody wants a drag queen now and this is not me being against drag queens I'm not I'm just saying I notice how they're tokenized and um politicized now um very very much like to pink wash things you're using certain drag queens to pink wash things and drag queens in my humble opinion, I'm so sorry you've got a very you've got a very very problematic history um especially the white ones sorry they do um blackface misogynoir um transphobia colorism racism yes talking about you um so no i i I, you know that (laughs) somebody who is in drag i'm so sorry that should not be your substitute for um trans people and trans visibility i'm so sorry it isn't it's not and there are people who do, uh, who are non-binary or so they say, um, and do drag, but that's not the same. It's not, it's really not. So yeah, I just, I just see a different, um, vision for community. I just, I just, I just want, um, the people I want us. I see a future where everybody around me is able to access something, um, equality, sorry. Everyone around me is able to access equality and do great. <laughs> Um, so yeah. And, um, hmm, do I have enough Yeah, I've got enough time. Uh, so, what's happened this week? So, quite a few things, to be honest. Um, Lizzo. Oh my god, I wanted to speak on Lizzo, because did I cuss Lizzo previously? Have I cussed Lizzo? I don't know, but those of you who know me know I don't like Lizzo. I don't like Lizzo. I don't like Lizzo, I'm so sorry. I don't like her. I've never liked Lizzo. No, no, no. That's not true. That's not true. That's not true. I did like Lizzo. But post-2020, Lizzo was like untreated athlete's foot. Like, she was so annoying. I'm so sorry. And if you're a Lizzo fan, just stop listening. I don't care. I don't like Lizzo. I'm going to tell you why I don't like Lizzo. I'm going to tell you why I don't like Lizzo. When... hmm. You see me. I'm not, I'm not just a black queer man. I'm blackity. So I will have the very difficult conversations. I I I I um my blackness and my queerness like one doesn't come before the other. Well, technically no, my blackness comes first because like yeah, it, it does, but um I with the intersectionality of things, I noticed that my my the the my blackness and my queerness is very political and it's political whether I like it or fucking not. It is It like, I can go into a queer space and I'm already politicized by my presence. And I, I you know, I'll, I'll probably explain that more on the episode about colorism um, and healthy friendships um, and, and so on. But I'm telling you, you are, and there's a lot of you. And the reason why I made this podcast is because you have people who are, um, the capital city queers and you know it's very easy for them to access um black queer spaces and form like somewhat of a black queer community but when you don't have that and you you know you have to the only queer spaces are like curated for white people and whiteness you're very very quickly reminded that you're black um so there's that but when you navigate life in that kind of way When you navigate life in that kind of way, you very much begin to understand who who likes you and who doesn't. And I'm not talking in like a romantic or like friendship kind of way. It's like there's people, I'm only gonna tolerate queerness. I only love queer people when they pass the brown paper bag test. Or, you know, I I can't quite put my finger on it. But Lizzo is one of those people. I'm telling you, she is. Lizzo Lizzo panders to white queer people and I just don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. And in 2020, she was just insufferable. She just really was. Like, she just really, really was. And Azealia (laughs) Azealia Banks called her out for it. And I'm thinking, you know what? If Azealia Banks is saying something, if Azealia Banks is dragging you like that, because then white gays got you fucked up and, you know, the ways that you have treated um, other people historically, um, like Cupcake and um, Mina the Lioness, when you stole her lyric and refused to give her credit. Um, you refused to give her credit. Refused. And then you even lied. or well, not lied, but you deflected and even in your deflection, it exposed that you still got the lyric from Mina Linus. So you, you, she's girl. She got a history. She got a history. But anyway, um, it's been revealed that she's been fat phobic towards her dancers, and she has been. Um, she's created like a hostile environment with bullying, and there's also been like sexual harassment. Um, and I'm sorry. I believe the allegations. I do. <laughs> I do believe the allegations. I do, and um, when she put out her statement, I'm like, "Girl, you ain't. You've not denied these allegations. You've not really. You've not really denied it. You've not really denied it. Forcing some. Not well. Pressuring someone to eat banana out of a pom pom. That's mad. That is very mad. That is very very. Mad. And somebody who claims to be for queer people. I'm just saying, like for me for me this is just me i'm very mindful about especially when i'm around people i don't know or people who haven't been open about their sexuality and their um their sexual like um you know their relationship status how like whether they're monogamous open relationship asexual all of those t- whatever spectrum they're on i'm very like i'm very particular I take extra care of how I manoeuvre around them because you have somebody who may be asexual and just talking about sex is not for them. It's just not... I just don't want to hear it. And I've noticed this, like, on Twitter spaces. And there's some people I really do like, but all they ever talk about, oh, my bussy, my bussy, my bussy. And I just switch off. I don't want to hear that shit. I just don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Um, I just don't want to fucking hear it. But yeah, anyway... Um, yeah, you doing the most. Um you making your dancers rehearse until they soil themselves and having to continue fucking insane. Absolutely mad. And your fan base disgusting. I'm just saying I've got smoke for eight, like, all of you. Like you can try and come into my mentions and be like, nah, nah, nah. like I don't give a fuck. I don't like I don't like her. I don't like her. Yeah, it just doesn't surprise me in any way, shape or form that Lizzo would do something like that. It does not. And I do believe um, that she's a grifter. I do. And there are many um, people who are about like equality and diversity and inclusion and all these kinds of things there. And um, they're very they don't have any like anything original and i think there's people who sit at the very top who um are like the pseudo intellectuals that will put out certain narratives and it's like okay well this is what i need to run with and everyone just echoes that and they don't have anything original they haven't got any original talking points um and that's just her i'm sorry it doesn't it doesn't surprise me in the slightest and um, there were people, you know, in the mentions who were like, well, um, you know, you've got no proof and why are you doing that? Like, why, why are you, you know, siding with somebody who has a position of power, a, like a, a very good position of power. And I understand that, yes, Lizzo is somebody who is abused because of her weight. Yes, she is abused because she's a black woman. Um, I 100% take that into consideration and none of that is okay. None of the abuse that Lizzo gets from incels and, um, you know, all of these weird, like misogynistic content creators, um, like, you know, that always bring up her weight and try to tear her down. I don't agree with that. I don't. Um, Lizzo does not deserve that. She doesn't. Um, in the slightest, like, no, it's not okay. Um, But it's also not okay to do that to other people um, that aren't in the spotlight, that don't have, um, like, as much power and as much influence as yourself. And um, for me, when they were, like, the fans were coming into, like, you know, to her defense, it's like you, you, you literally sound like a rape apologist. You do because somebody is put like bring forth multiple people have brought forth allegations and then you're turning around and it's the use of the word bitter. I don't like the word. I don't like it. When you use that word towards people of a certain hue, it is a microaggression. It's very loaded. I don't like, I've mentioned it many times before. I don't like the word bitter. I, I, I just don't like it. I don't, and um, hmm. yeah, it's 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 a lot. So Lizzo, Lizzo is definitely a grifter, and I tell you, one of the one of the main things when I was like done, when I was absolutely like, you know what, I just I I I'm done with you. I'm gonna unfollow, um, all of those kinds of things. When Demi Lovato went and changed up pronouns and was like, I want to go by they them now. And now Demi has gone um, by she they pronouns and stuff, but there were people like myself. Um, when I saw this, I was just like, <sighs> "Hmm." There were there were a lot of black black trans people, and I'm going to say blackity trans people that don't, um, you know, that don't, pander that are very unapologetic with, you know, the way that they exist in life. And it's like, you're not going to weaponize and use and equate um, the struggle and the plight that I go through just because you've changed your pronouns to she, uh, they, or they, then pronouns like, no, you're still a white person or white Latina. You're still, um, you still navigate the world as a white woman. You do. Um, and what, it was the timing of it all for me as well, because Demi, Demi was caught up in a scandal before, like very, very if you look at the timing, look at the date of the frozen yogurt incident. Or why am I sounding like an American? Frozen yogurt, the frozen yogurt incident, and also um, the time that Demi changed the pronouns and wanted to do up they them. This was all a PR stunt, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because Demi was battling some ableist allegations because she went to a frozen yogurt store, and um this frozen yogurt store catered to diabetics, so they had sugar free options, and because Demi didn't, you know, want to use any of her privilege, any of her money. Um, or anything like that to go somewhere else you chose to put this small business on blast because they didn't have full sugar options that you wanted and um, you didn't like it I'm confused you could have just gone somewhere else you know you know when I go to a restaurant or I go to um, a dessert place or whatever and I don't like the menu you know what I do I go somewhere else I don't put them on blast Especially when they're catering to like diabetics, people with like um you know, that that have food intolerances, that was what they specialized and catered to. And you used your platform to basically bully, harass, and put them on blast and you got ratioed quite rightfully so. Now, all of a sudden, because Demi lives for attention, um pronouns were changed and I'm just like, oh, whatever, a lot of us were just like, what, fucking, ever, what, fucking, ever, um, (laughs) do what you want, do what the hell you want, but Lizzo had a very, um, it seemed very staged, and it ended up in all of those, um, LGBT magazines, and, those of you who know me know I don't like I don't and they 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 platform some very weird things they platform James Charles when he was um being exposed as a predator and you know just wanted to hear his side of the story um and they all <laughs> it always happens with queer people whenever there's abuse we always have to listen to and hear from the abuser first and side with them um it's just very weird, but anyway, there was a um incident where I think it was paparazzi and I can't remember where Lizzo was walking to and somebody asked a question about Demi Lovato and used the pronoun she at the time when Demi was going by they them only and Lizzo was like no it is they I'm doing the like the the sass and doing like all of the um you know, the spirit animal attitude that the white gays think that they they have inside of them, you know, that that um, that mammy that just only panders and protects any queer person that is just not black or um, just a black person who like black queer people who pander to the white gays that is Lizzo through and through. I'm so sorry, and I, I, unless you experience it, like you won't know. Um, but those who know know, and i am not taking back my, my chat because there are a lot of other black queer people, and when I've discussed this and um, and people who are on the same like share a similar politic, they see the very same traits in Lizzo, and yeah, no, 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 don't like her i don't I don't trust her one single bit now um there was what else happened with Lizzo? What else did she do? I can't remember. Um, oh, but I also wanted to touch on this. There's a very like when it comes to homophobia, I'm not sure if there's a term yet, but again, I mentioned this previously, I keep and I'm going around in circles, but there's a very specific type of like people who are they will see white queer people have no smoke. They'll see, let it be a black person the smoke is there um, there's there's a way that they just treat us that is very different and you can see the the warmth um, that they have um, to palatable queers who aren't fat who aren't darker skinned who are who are um, show up and express their queerness in, um, in a certain way that is very cultured to them um, sh you know, has a hostility and it shows, it's like, yeah, I'm not going to represent that. I'm not going to support that. I'm not going to endorse this, but here's where all of my, um, donations, here is where all of my, um, here's, here's who I will use my platform to amplify. And it tends to be, um, it, it just tends to be a certain demographic, And it's just so visible and it's so fucking loud. Um, Even when there was the term spaz that was used and it was African-American vernacular and a lot of, um, like, even normally the fan base who would side with Lizzo and they were African-American were saying, well, no, um, you aren't wrong for using the word spaz. You weren't being ableist because this is what, um, even though in... You know, this could be used as a slur in other, um, in, in, you know, it, 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 it does carry the weight, Does sorry, the word does carry its weight as a slur but in African-American vernacular, it doesn't. And rather than listening to African-Americans um, that supported you and or support you and also black queers that support you, you chose to listen to the white queers because it offended them rather than um, them actually appreciating your art and appreciating you as an African-American woman um, and your content, your vernacular, your dialect, all of those sort of things there, like it, it, I'm sorry the white queers came first And she quickly changed up them lyrics That just tells me Everything I need to know It does um, One of the other dancers as well They accused her of being um, Of inappropriate behaviour And how she was like Too religious and what not And blah bloody, blah blah Then she posted a video of like Yeah I just came here to say you know God loves you and all of those Sort of things there but People said, oh, well, because she said God loves you, that means that she did that shit and she was doing whatever. And Lizzo was right. Lizzo was right all along and she's finished and she can't defend it. No, because what you were expecting her to do, and this is the thing, I, I'm, I'm not someone who defends religion. I don't. But what was expected was you wanted for Lizzo's dancer to... Hide the fact that she's religious. Hide the fact that she loves God. Hide the fact that... No, you you just you wanted I love God to not be a thing. Not be a thing at all. And she was like, no. Mm-mm. This is who I am and God loves you. And God loves me. And, 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 and I'm re- very grateful to God. Whatever. I don't know if she uploads them stories all the time to her Instagram. I don't know. But to use that to go and paint her as a liar. And... You know, even if she did do those things, even like, let's just say hypothetically, or she did those things still, she still deserves to be treated with respect and not, yeah, she still, she still doesn't deserve to be humanized. She doesn't deserve to be um fat shamed. She doesn't deserve to be um bullied no that's not right it's it's not right at all Like no one deserves to be bullied um especially when they've not okay even though i said bullying works but don't be bullying people for no reason don't do that don't um and that's just one thing i don't i'm just not messing with at all um but speaking of um targeted homophobia because down to race um i want to talk about um, just trickle down equality again. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it up again because trickle down equality, as we know, just like with economics, trickle down economics, it doesn't work. It doesn't exist. It's a fake um doctrine. It, it's it's non-existent. Will never work. And um, this brings me to Shea Sibley, who was um murdered for voguing in a petrol station by um someone who said you know this offends my religion and this is why you know i'm gonna take out a knife and stab you and it it's a lot it's really a lot because you know i mentioned. i think i mentioned on the first episode uh there was a lesbian and um, black lesbian who was murdered in texas and Um, It was racially and also homophobically motivated And this is very similar with O'Shea Sibley And what's more disappointing, right Is, um, this is why I say all, like when you're saying BLM or Black Lives Matter and whatnot, it has to be all Black lives because I was so disappointed in the ways that there were Black people who justified his murder just because they were homophobic and they were like, "Well, he shouldn't have been dancing sexually. Voguing isn't sexual. It's it's not. It's not He wasn't twerking. Uh, no. Even even then, I wouldn't. I I personally would not say twerking is um exclusively sexual. It's it's not. Um, there are people who sexualize things and that is, um, that, you know, says a lot about people and the way that they view the world and it's not, mm, no. So yeah, um, when he was stabbed, there were people justifying it saying, well, he shouldn't have confronted them. And, and you know, when you confront people at a gas station, what do you expect? And, you know, you're going to defend yourself, but he was unarmed. He, he, he was unarmed. He he didn't deserve to be killed. He did not deserve to be murdered. Um, you're the ones with the problem. If it offends your religion, look away. But when when these men see um a woman walking down the street in in like you know, um and and you want to talk about how much clothes she's got on or how much skin is being revealed, it doesn't offend your religion. Then it it doesn't never offends their religion. Then and I'm pretty sure religion says you're meant to look away and turn the other cheek and, and mind your business, doesn't it? I'm pretty sure religion says, like, you can't judge people, that's up to God. Um, but it offends your religion then and you want to murder people. That's very weird. And to the black people defending that murder, right? Um, I just want to remind people that oh, I can't remember the case. I was even Googling it before. And you know when you Google something and multiple situations come up. There was a black man in Florida and he he was defending a black woman because a white supremacist was all up in her face and she apprehended harm from him. So he stepped in the way, moved back and he pushed the man back. This white man then gets out a gun and shoots him dead, right? And when they tried to prosecute the state for this, um, you know, the court awarded $1 to each, like, he awarded the, yeah, awarded the family $4, like, what was it $4 or $3? Basically, just $1 for each child. That's all you're getting from this state. That's all, they, that, that's it. And he did a very, he wasn't voguing, but still, he went to go and defend somebody, pushed them back, and they shot and killed him. And you're like, oh well, he shouldn't have been the aggressor. Like, like that's what a lot of white supremacists were saying. But when it came to this being a straight black man, it was like, oh well, no. Oh BLM, BLM, BLM. Oh my God, look, a black man was lynched. A black man was killed. A black. Do you get it now? Do you see? Do you see the stupidity now in all of this? Um, and. I'm gonna bring it um, uh, yeah i I did mention trickle down um equality, and i'm gonna interlink this with the stabbing that happened over the weekend um at in in Clapham because two um gay a gay white couple was um stabbed by a man, and people were really shocked by it. they were just like, Oh my god, I'm so shocked by this, and people were sending it to me like um, um look look. The article lost me at um, These attacks have been becoming more common And people were quite shocked Because um, Clapham is meant to be safe for queer people Like Vauxhall and Kennington And those parts of London Where, um, funnily enough like Any of the gays I know in London Or like you see on social media They're not actually from London, you know A lot of them aren't a lot of them are from York. A lot of them are from the Midlands. A lot of them from up north, seaside towns, um, villages. They they move to London because that's the narrative. That's um, what people have have said. Like you know, if you want to be safe, um, you want a community and whatnot. You go to move to London. Move you go go in. Um, you know, <laughs> have an influx of people, queer people, just move there, and it's gonna be safe. No. Absolutely not. Like, I'm very much against, in this England, queer people leaving their homes to move to somewhere that is expensive, that is away from home, that they'll be away from their family, all of those kinds of things there in order to be safe. Whenever you see queer people getting attacked or there is, um, it's not safe for them, right? (laughs) You can't just ignore that. You can't ignore it. You really, really can't ignore it. And um, you know, when I look at Birmingham, a lot of people have to tone down their sexuality and navigate in a certain way where they have to anticipate harm and keep themselves safe, especially as people, queer people of color. That's just our reality. So um, what's not gonna happen, right? what's not going to happen is i'm not going to um you should not be asking um other marginalized people to go and give energy to this and uh no because where these people do these people care about what's happening in birmingham no do they care about what's happening in leicester no do they care about what's happening in um other like like cities like bristol no they don't care it's as long as they're able to fly their rainbows and do whatever it is they want to do um and they're safe fuck everybody else so no this is not this is not a trickle down equality podcast i if if um they don't need my help they don't and even when (laughs) um like there have been wealthy white um skinny um conventionally attractive Um, white men who have been or couples who have been assaulted um, in homophobic attacks and it's happened outside of London it's never gained national news traction why is that and like even though those white men who have been assaulted and um, hate crimes like you have to meet a certain criteria for your hate crime to go viral um, for it to even end up in the newspapers, for the police to even take action and look for a suspect, because when you're being uh, like there you know, on Hurst Street in in Birmingham, right? Um, you know, there's like for years there's been gangs of men who will just hate crime people and rob them every weekend every single weekend and the article lost me at these attacks are becoming more common so if they were becoming more common where's the same level of concern for the victims why is it not there why is it non-existent so um you know and I, I'm, I'm sorry to bring it back to O'Shea Sibley but when people are like oh my god this happened in New York oh my god no of course it can happen in New York if you can't, if you can't make sure that the, um, you know, as a collective, if someone is unsafe somewhere and that person saying, I have been harmed, my area is unsafe, where I live is unsafe. And my council, my um, local government is doing nothing about it. And there's no solidarity, no sort of lack like awareness, no um, pressure onto you know local politicians and nothing nothing okay all right cool wow all right then i don't know but yeah um don't don't ask me to do nothing sorry no it's sad what happened it really is and um you know black pride is on saturday it was meant to be on sunday but it had to be moved you know why it had to be moved? Because um, a football game is going to be on. So Black Pride is going to be host in Olymp- hosted in Olympic Park. And at the Olympic Stadium, they're going to be holding a football match there. And <laughs> this is the thing. like the, they, they switched the dates. They, the dates were already agreed. The dates were already agreed as to who was going to um, play when and what event. So the, the two events can't run and when you are like black and queer you are always 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 anticipating the ways in which um you're going to be harmed or the ways in which you need to avoid harm yeah and for that real that that very 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 real threat to be there that that foresight that all of that urgent replanning that needs to be done and like, for a big, big event that has about, what, 20,000 people, for all of that to be, like, moved around, and, like, now that it's not going to be on the Sunday, it's going to be on the Saturday, so because, like, people are not going to have work the next day, that the, um, volume of people is also going to be a lot more, right, um, but still, People need to anticipate their safety. And if you had listened to black queer people when we say we are not fucking safe, this is why we need events like this. You know, it, I'm confused. So do you do you just think that we in, in a utopia that white men, white gay couples are gonna be safe and then we'll all be safe together? No, no. Because when we leave London, or when you leave Clapham and Vauxhall and all those places that you've you know are meant to be a safe haven for gays and there's no place for hate here. When they go back they they have to tone themselves down. They have to um, blend and assimilate with um with cis heteronormativity. There's people that there's people I know who've left Birmingham to transition. Right? They've left their home so that they can transition. Or they can just like live a quiet life with their same-sex partner. So no, Mm -mm. don't, don't do that. Don't. And I mentioned last week, um, people have always said, oh, well, move to London, move to London's meant to be safe and move to London. Okay, cool. When people are, when people are working hard and harder than people who actually live in London to move to London, to afford the London lifestyle, that's how you man are getting priced out the end respectfully so i don't know um yeah there was that but with the whole new york thing um don't <laughs> don't don't do that don't because if it can happen in this anywhere in the country it can happen to you it can it really can and and it should not be the case and we should always be we, we shouldn't be so friggin selfish. We shouldn't be selfish to the point where it's like, well, I've got my things and I'm safe, so well, if you if you if you're not safe where you are, you need to move and 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 move to the right neighborhood and move don't don't do that. Stop it. Stop it. Yeah, so there's that. Um <laughs> I also wanna bring up, uh, speaking of violence, I wanna speak bring up Bruda John. So Bruder John, um, he's based in Nigeria and he went and said some foolishness along the lines of, let me find it. He got beat up. He got a fuck beat out of him. So he was like, oh, save me from it, from blood clots in my brain on the 6th of January, 2023. I was on my way home and I was attacked and robbed at gunpoint. I don't know um, what was repeatedly hit on my eyes and head. And I started bleeding from my left eyes and thought I'd lost sight and rushed to hospi- To the hospital um, by a good Samaritan where I was duly taken care of. After two weeks of staying in hospital, I was able to open um, that part of my eyes and really thank God that I did not lose sight in the eye. But I noticed that I was having severe headaches from um, that part of my eye when I went to visit the optometrist who treated me, gave me drugs and glasses, but it never stopped. And some people suggested I cut my hair He looks so funny. He looks like a plum. He actually looks like... Like, he's got plums on his face. The beating that he got. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Some people suggested I cut my hair. Um, because it's the root cause of it. Huh? How does a haircut solve headaches, you dickhead? You fucking fool. And you actually went and cut your hair. You mug. This is why you're homophobic. Because you're stupid. Anyways. Um... Yeah, but after cutting the hair <laughs> So they really gave you a level 2 trim With no shape up And you listen to them And you you bought it with client and sinker um, So yeah The pains wasn't going And even increased Good, good uh, Most days I will have to buy A block of ice Why can't you just put it in the freezer, my G? Just put it back in the freezer Why are you buying a new block of ice for? You don't know plastic is killing the turtles um Yeah. so i had to put an put ice block on my eye and head because of blinding pains i was feeling and always go in and out of hospital where my blood pressure and every other ailment was checked which um always comes out negative until in may the headaches was unbearable and i fainted at home and was rushed to hospital where i was resuscitated huh okay cool Let me not speak. Um, An MRI was done, which reveals that I suffered from trauma to the head um, when the incident happened to me in January. And as a result, a blood clot is in my brain, which is causing pains. Immediate treatment started by the time I woke up and was paralysed by the face, by hands, legs, and changes um, started happening in my body overnight and a battle um, not to lose my life. And I became a shadow of my once bubbling self, yeah, you bubbling, bumbling, clot homophobe. That's what you are. I've been in treatment since May, and I've been able to gain the use of my legs and hands again. Um, I don't know what you need them for, you useless individual. And could function very well, but my face is still paralyzed one way, and the headaches still remain blinding. And most times, when the pains come, I wouldn't be able to move an inch until um, recently. Despite all the treatment, I started having seizures. Um <laughs> well you were having seizures when you saw gay people and tweeting a whole heap of foolishness, weren't you? And tweeting a lot of hate. Yeah. Now mm hmm Mm-hmm. Now you're cockeyed Now one eye can hardly open. Hmm. Um so frequent with the clot not dissolving it is so terrible for me and i was advised by the neurosurgeon that surgery is the lasting option so not to cause um irreversible damages to me or death and this is going to cost me so much i can't raise the money um because i've spent so much from january to this finding solutions to my problems well hmm I've not had a moment of peace this year. You will never have peace. You're not getting it. You like peace basically said you thought I was feeling you. Nah, your head is getting boss. Um yeah. I've had not a moment of peace this year. Please no small amount is too small for you to help me. Uh Udo Sen John and he's given his bank details, Access Bank hmm so um yeah he wants how much was it like four million naira um no you don't deserve it so here's why right here's why so Bruder john back in 2020 of march um someone by the name of slayerville veg was like this is what my sister's baby daddy did to me today he said i had no respect and as he was beating me he told me how i was a weak man because i am gay my sister left me and left with him this is our life as queer folk like the images are awful this is a this is a trigger one in sorry um homophobia and like violence there's a gay man in nigeria who's bloodied and beaten right and I can't imagine the trauma, like, you know, it's a grown man You've grown up with, like, this is your sister You've grown up with this sister And this sister has basically let her partner do that And has left with him and sided with him Like, not only have you got to go through the trauma And the shock of, like, a homophobic hate crime But your own family member deserting you And siding with your attacker I can't imagine so then Bruder John Bruder busting his head John um was set uh, quote tweeted this um slay Uvill Veg and said, "I thought gay people are one of the strongest people. You can man up and fight back, or at least give him some of the injuries instead of coming on here to rant." Wow, next one. Um, somebody I think it was a post called Niger P um underscore PR um this was in the 5th of may 2022 do you see how that that year came full circle you had one chance one chance like that that that, that the chance you had in your eye to go and look and 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 you know you still went to in 2022 years later you went and tweeted foolishness again uh so and these blog pages as well like these blog pages and these like uh media outlets that I've noticed like this is not exclusive to nigeria as well like i love and respect the nigerian like people down like some of the most beautiful people on earth um as a culture um but sometimes there's waywardness but like i'm just saying a lot of a lot of fuckeries the way that um they they orchestrate their homophobia and they um get such a bloodlust for queer people being harmed. I see a lot of that in like, like the Caribbean community as well, um, more so Jamaicans. And you do it in a way that's very, very fuckery. And you know what you're doing. You know what it's going to incite. And you still, you still do it anyway. Cunts. Um, but yeah, so Niger underscore PR tweeted, crossdresser beaten up in Lagos and it's horrible it's really horrible and he goes to quote tweet again you know how volatile the country is for people like you yet you come out in public to display your stupidity he clearly deserves all he went through And I'm sorry, let me add my two pence as well. Like I said, if you know your attackers, send me their cash app. Send me their cash app. Send me their cash app. I will make sure they are able to... um... No, I'm actually going to cash app them. I am. I am. I hope it was a cross-dresser's DL boyfriend or one of the gay men. They sent a DL man to come tump you up. That's what needs to happen. That's what should happen to you. You you think some of us can't fight. You think some of us aren't spiteful and want to do something fuckery. Good, they should've bought mm, listen. Hmm. May you never find that four million Naira. May the cost may, may you um even I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they just close your account. Um they need to I don't know, no surgeon can help you, whatever it is. Just 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 Yeah, no, I can't say that. Just, just, just disappear. Go away. Uh, I, I don't No, Better yet, take your own advice. Take your own advice. You're a fool. You're an absolute fool. And you, you um, instead, lamenting your stupidity instead of coming online to rant. That's it. How about that? Yeah? Okay. So, um, there was that. Um the women's world cup is on and um during the Eng- no, on the topic of nigeria during the england and nigeria game um there was like i think a foul happened or one of the pl- uh, two of the players like collided and tripped over each other i don't know the terms in football in it i don't like I, I don't i'm part of the Limpress community um, I, I I don't know nothing about football. I don't know what offside is. I don't know. I just know what a handball is, and you kick the ball in the net, and that's it. I don't I don't know the rules. Anyways, um, during the game, two players, a, a, a England player and Nigeria player, um, they like you know, I think they tried to tackle. And they both ended up on the floor. Now, Chelsea player Lauren James, who's biracial. Um, as she gets up, she steps onto the Nigerian player, Michelle uh, Alozi, right? And you step on her deliberately. And you were going to get a yellow card. And then they decided, no, 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 red card, red card. Because it's like, even when you look at the image, it's like the the uh, Michelle is on the floor. And Michelle is darker skinned, by the way. She's a dark skinned black woman. And she's just there on the floor, like, she, but you know, when you got your hand, both your hands out, like, really? Like, like, really, if you want to look at it, just look at it at your own discretion. Um, yeah, I'd no, I didn't like that. And of course, um, looking at, you know, I thought, I bet, she, I bet she's got a white mom. I bet
1: she's got a white mom. And I looked.
0: And of course, she's got a dark skin, bald head, black dad with yellow eyes. They always do. They always fucking do. Um, and It doesn't surprise me. And I've heard some opinions on this, right? And I, I'm like, I'm not going to say anything you've already heard before, because those who have uh, mentioned it on their platform like, and who are normally on the right side of history, 100%, like 100% is colorism, 100% is disrespect, 100% it is racism and it is xenophobia, like, because there's, a, there's just a way that some blacks um, in the UK and also... Um, some black men who get with um, white women specifically. And I remember there was this time, um, (laughs) there was this time when I ran this woman off Twitter because um, she was just like tweeting about, she she loves BBC, loves big black cop, monkey, nigger, dick. She's one of them um, fiends. She's probably got black DNA in her because like um, some semen residue or um, she previously gave head when she did this DNA swap. But anyways, um, I was just like People saying Sid How are you knowing To search for these tweets To know she's such a Like Nasty piece of work And I was just like Because I don't know Maybe it's my Birmingham upbringing is it Maybe it is But I know these type of households I'm very familiar with them I'm very very familiar There's people who Again Like Will marry white women and will put a battery in their back and have conversations and get these white people to um or or non-black people should I say too familiar in our business so you'll have some people who are like Jamaicans for example and I'm saying this because I'm again I'm half Jamaican um and the rest is like Trini and Vinci but Jamaicans i'm so sorry we're bullies we we are we we are bullies and we do we do shit talk um about a lot of other people and um especially towards other caribbeans and other africans and um we we i'll probably have a a, yeah maybe i'll have an episode about that maybe i might touch on the colorism one might fit in there we'll see um but i just know the type of shit you man talk i do I really, really do. And the attitude and it's that I'm better than. And when you combine that with like the colonial practices of like, we are the better blacks, we were enslaved and the white man was good to we and we must be grateful and them taught us civilization and we is nothing like them African. When you combine that with somebody who is like a self-hating black man and then you don't know what white family you're marrying into, case in point that's how you get stepped that's how you get you know your biracial daughter stepping on a black woman like that on purpose she did it on purpose like you can see the the the, the um picture but when you try to find the footage the footage is even worse and here's a, like again this is a black like you know qpoc podcast um centering And I'm just going to bring this up because, you know, when it comes to calling out racism in the queer community, guess who you'll find me? Um, I want people to bear in mind, yeah, like, us queer people, we don't get held accountable for nothing. We don't. We actually don't. We, We don't hold each other accountable within community. Or collective, as I should say. And I want you to bear in mind that a good percentage of these players are lesbian by non-binary quote unquote um and um you know queer, yeah. They're not they're not heterosexuals. They're not they're not cis heterosexuals. A good portion, yeah? A very good portion. When you have racism that is very very prevalent in our community in our collective sorry i refuse to call this a community when you have racism that is very prevalent within that collective and it is unchallenged when you have things like colorism and it is being reduced down to preference because now all the ethnics you know um since 2020 um a lot of gays and lesbians have gotten older a lot of them haven't got their six packs anymore they're embracing body positivity and the muscle gays and the slender whites are no longer dating the slender whites and now more um uh, qplc have access to white partners and whatnot and so on and so forth so this whole thing where like the, back in the day if you said it's a preference that would like people would just not okay Call cool, you a racist and done and I, enough said. Enough said that you only date white people. It's just a preference. Um, but now, um, because this used to upset a lot of the, um, the PLC that just wanted white people. Like, you wanted white people and the white people didn't want you. And when they used to say it's just a preference, um, or a, no facts, it's just a preference. No femmes, it's just a preference. No blacks, no Asians, it's just a preference. Um you know, no, no HIV positive people, just a preference, um, all of them kind of things. There, you know that we're, we were able to recognize that that was wrong, but now, like, the tables have turned, and we're justifying a lot of PLC, a lot of QPLC are justifying their colorist, anti-black, fatphobic, transphobic. Mm, what I say, transphobic? Mm conversation for another day um a lot of their problematic dating preferences or practices i should say and reducing it down to it's just a preference i just prefer lighter skinned um, people i just prefer to date white people and this is acceptable because i'm a plus person of color and um yeah but even even that conversation within itself about how white people used to move and how racism was like very very prevalent even though it's still very prevalent the conversation has still not been had. So when you see somebody who, um, you know, a team who's light, bright, white um, and playing for the World Cup and then, you know, you have not been held accountable for your racism or you think that, you know what, I am um, because I'm marginalised and I'm so sorry. No, you're not. Sorry. So sorry. You're not marginalised. White, white, whiteness um, whiteness and, and light brightness. You being queer does not marginalise you. I'm so sorry. I refuse to see you as marginalised. I, I, no, no, no. No, you're not marginalised. Sorry, but you're not. Um, no. I'm not, I'm, no. But yeah, um, it's like, oh, because I'm quote unquote marginalised, like, I, uh, my, 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 me being racist, it's, 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 it, you know, it's, it's not that bad. And because, um, I, I'm, I'm actually much, so you can't hold me too accountable. And, and if you do, it's homophobic. Girl, girl, stop it. Stop it. Immediately. Now. We need to, quick, quick, hurry up, giddy up, stop it. Yeah. Um, just don't be doing all of that. Don't, don't. And, and it's like, when you've got that team there and they're being called out for their racism and the, the resistance that they showed, what you have to understand is, although it is a women's team that is playing, you have to understand that there is a majority, that there, not a majority, there is a good portion of people in there who are queer. Now, I don't know Lauren James' sexuality. Um, it's not my place to speculate, Um I I was curious. Did a few googles. No one knows. I don't know. Take from that one. you will. Um, but that's just down that. And I think, you know, just to take some like you did that shit. You were a racist in that moment. You you the decision you made was based in racism and colorism. Because there's no way if you were playing Sweden, you would have stepped on a white player. You would never have done that. You would not have done that to a white woman. You 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 know and, and it's like what you thought would happen was the dynamics would play out in a way where you are not the aggressor and English is your first language and you have the accent and you um are British. So how how, how could I be the aggressor to this dark skinned savage? No. That's what you thought would happen. That's what you thought would happen. And it's a good thing that referee had the good sense to like watch him like nah red card, red fucking card. Bye, see ya. And then you issue this 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 dumbass apology. Nah, sorry. It, mm, I'm. So, I, I I do think, I do strongly believe the way that racism is not called out had a massive part to play, and nothing will change my mind nothing will change my mind at all so there's just that um let's get in nearly done here just wrapping up um yeah so <laughs> it was something that really annoyed me um quite i, I spoke about this so, you know with um was it andrew christian and I can't remember which episode it was on it was Andrew Christian and they wanted to do their body positivity campaign and um there was somebody by the name of Dan PR who did um a piece for Attitude magazine to do a body positivity campaign and do you see why I don't like these these um these gay magazines? I just don't like them attitude mag pink uh, magazine um pink news ooh, ooh, ooh. i just i just don't like you i just don't like any of you you're all nasty you're all smelly i just i just don't like any of you i'm sorry um so you you just don't have a six-pack that's it is is that it you just have an average body is that it um there's something very nasty and sinister about the way that whiteness is within queerness and um, people... You, you just want complete safety. You just want complete access and you want the world shaped in a way where it's like, I, I just don't want to be harmed. I just, I just want to navigate the world however the fuck I want to navigate it and also have access, also be at the top, also, um, put myself above minorities and also silence minorities as well. Because now you lit, you literally just have a normal body like this isn't news that you you are literally what everyone else looks like and the thing is it shouldn't be down to you or attitude magazine to um start changing that narrative and say well hold, hold on a second oh this is what it looks no because your next article or whoever the fuck is on your front page next week is gonna be somebody with a six-pack is gonna be somebody who's slender That's what it's going to be. And it was you white men that created um, the no fats, no fems. You created this whole thing where muscle and being slender and being um, twink. And a a twink is like basically a hairless man with boy-like features. Um, You men created this culture. You created this currency. And now that you're victims of your own success, you... You now want to be like, oh my god, woe is me. Like that big old nasty piece of um ham hock um Sam Smith who's like, oh my god, like I, I I I just need to like, you know, just be accepted. No no, it's fucking lazy. It's so fucking lazy. Because why is it that when there's like it's it it's not body positivity, it's not. That's not what body positivity means. Body positivity was for people who um you know body positivity is for people i don't know like what's the best way to explain body positivity body body positivity is like normalizing um different body types that show up naturally so let's say for example you've got somebody a person with breasts right and one breast is longer than the other for example that happens that would be an example of body positivity. Let's say you've got somebody who um, is like, you know, has excessive stretch marks. And that's an example of body positivity. If somebody is an amputee, body positivity if some like not because you just don't want to go to the gym not because you are um you you failed the beauty standards in your own community and you don't want to do that work you don't then get to co-opt this whole oh my god body pos no that's not what body positivity is so then you're pushing out all of the other people for example who may have um i don't know varicose veins um Who may have like pigmentation and, and and scarring and those sort of that is what body positivity is It's about seeing people show up as themselves like you know in in so many different ways, shapes and forms and feeling validated. And feeling that they have a place that they can be seen as a model. They can be seen as beautiful. They can be seen as desirable, deserving of love. But I'm so, so, so sorry. Any of you men could walk into... um. You know any like any est- an establishment for queer people, especially among queer people of color, because uh, for some fucking weird reason, white beauty standards is is the standard. So you will always see that the the um, let's say for example, if we're going by beauty standards, you will always see a black man who's a ten with a mid with a mid white man. You will always see a Asian man or a, a Arab man, Middle Eastern, um, East Asian. Wherever the fuck they're from, any other um people of color, they could be a perfect ten by the beauty standards that are out there at B as 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 or whoever the fuck wants to go and do, uh, make them, and there will be somebody with no top lip next to them. That's the love of their life. That's who they want to marry. So my my girlies, you're safe. You're good. You're gonna be fine. You're gonna be just all right. Um. So yeah, I'm just gonna close on that. I just want to mention Black Pride is this Saturday. Um, be there. Uh, I did have some people go and say, well, I'm, I'm black and um, I'm straight. Do I have a place at Black Pride? Yes, the fuck you do. Yes, you do. Because if, if white men can go there um, in their fifties looking for um, big black cock from 18 year old with no fucking shame, you have a place there. You, you, you as black people, you definitely have a place there. As long as... Like, you know, you, you, man, are allies and them kind of things there, and you, you love and respect the black queer community. You fucking have a place there. Be there. Be there. And if you are one of those people who are going for BBC, don't come. Just, just don't come. And if you are going to be writing articles in in the Guardian about how I met the love of my life and it's a white man, don't come. I don't, or just don't write the article, sorry. Um, Also, um, there is going to be a queer carnival um the next weekend after that so just um just it's on the black pride um uk black pride page um and i'm gonna close out here i've been um sid the aquarius or sid um you know i've changed my out on twitter by the way it's not instead of it being aquarius sid i've just kept everything in sync so it's now sid the aquarius send in your letters um to isidysid at gmail.com um tag me in any posts or whatever whatever i'm gonna try and be a lot more consistent i'm trying i'm trying i'm trying um you know mental health has been beating me um and so is insomnia and exhaustion but we're gonna get there so yeah um thank you and goodbye